Welcome to Just the Tip America with your host, Dr. Bill. We invite you to join an open discussion about what Just the Tip really means. There is so much going on in today's world. It is simply overwhelming. We provide a sanctuary to take a breath, catch up, and clear your mind. Hey, Dr. Bill with Just the Tip America. I was having a meeting with my production crew for my vast social media empire, and we realized that the two most common pieces of information on social media was one, how to make your junk bigger, and two, how to end a bar fight with one very fancy blow. As a urologist and as a martial artist for decades, we all felt that I was the appropriate author of an answer for this. So if you look at a back fist, a knife hand, or a palm strike, those are the tools that you want to use. So if you're sitting at a bar on a bar stool and some guy comes over and wants to get into your shit, what you do is you look straight in their eyes, use one of your weapons, knife hand, back fist, or palm strike, and just beat the crap out of your junk. Eventually, it'll turn black and blue and get huge. And as that's occurring, the guy will probably look at you and think twice about screwing with you. Hey, it's Dr. Bill with Just the Tip America. What a poser. What the hell was that? Actually, great, great segment from TikTok to start us out on our Just the Tip with Dr. Bill, our production crew, Jose, Shelby. We've got our security team, uh, Tucker on the perimeter, and Cody, and also uh, because of all the things that our viewers have asked me to do, I now have a stunt coordinator and a body double. Yes, actually I do. <laughs> I'm not going to be bruised up like I was last week. Oh, and so the guy that was here yesterday was the double? Or? Yeah, yeah. All right. He had more hair. Than it. That's actually oh, Cody okay. is my body double. No, no wonder I seen something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we are going to talk about body image. We're going to talk about how social media has screwed everything up for uh, people of all generations. It's just not kids or young adults, but it also it can be people our age and people that are uh, changing their own social environment through moving to a different town, uh, uh, changing relationships, uh, divorce, separation, death, all those kinds of things. And we wanna, we wanna navigate that. And so we brought up that TikTok to illustrate a very important point that I cer certainly see in, in uh, my own medical practice about body image because of my work in infertility and because of my work in uh, sexual uh, dysfunction and because of other social media interests that we have on sexual healing podcasts that are seen on uh, a whole bunch of uh, platforms as well that I get asked about penis size all the time. And so a lot of people are reluctant to 
talk to me straight up, face to face. And so they joke around, they hint around. Um, in fact, it's such an important story that I'm going to talk about this. And I'm going to talk about a story that actually happened in my practice. And I'm going to have Jose translate that to in his oh. uh, native language of Norwegian. <laughs> I'm sorry, Spanish. I get, that's the other guy who works on this Monday. So there, uh, this actually apparently occurred that one of my patients happens to be Jewish. And he was uh, at a show with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. And those two comedians were uh, taking a pee in the bathroom and they walked, the, 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 uh, my patient walks in between the two of them and he says, my God, guys, how did you get such a big penis? And Dave Chappelle looks at him and he says, I wasn't always this big. Weird. I said, uh, uh, what I've done is I take a one pound rock and tie it to the head of my penis for two days. And after two days, it got like this. And the guy says, you're shitting me. And he go, and he war, turns to the right for Chris Rock. He says, no, this is no bullshit. He says, he did it for two days. I actually have done it for four days with a two-pound rock. And it worked for me. He says, really? So the, the, um, they leave. They don't shake their hands because they've just been at the urinal. Um, but they, the, my patient come, leaves the concert after it's finished, has a great time, comes back about a month later to tell me the story and go, so you talk to these guys, you put a pound, you put a, a half pound or one pound weight for three to five days on your penis and your, your penis got bigger. And he goes, yeah, but I did a little differently. He says, what do you do? He says, well, if, if a, a half pound or a one pound weight or anywhere from three to five days worked for these guys, I put 10 pounds on there oh and this God. is my third week. I go, wait, you're shitting me. He says, that's working? I says, yeah, I think so. It's already turned black. Can, okay, can you tell our, our uh, Hispanic group that joke in Spanish? You all right? Um, yeah. All right, well, for our Spanish speakers, I guess. Spanish. Um, era una vez un paciente del doctor que fue a preguntarle o a contarle que estuvo en un baño con Chris Rock y le preguntó que cómo le había crecido Sounds Italian el, to me. el pene y este y dijo que se tenía que amarrar una roca de dos uh, libras a la punta y lo tuviera así por una semana o dos y pues fue con el doctor a preguntarle que cómo estaba eso y que él ya se había hecho una con 10 libras y ya tenía tres semanas y le preguntó y cómo te está yendo y dice bueno pues ya está negro ya negro ya está okay. <laughs> We're need uh, you know what I, I great job the timing was perfect <laughs> all right so it was a joke Good please job, don't, don't none of you try either that story at home and certainly not uh, in a bar fight with uh, hitting your junk. But it illustrates a point that we are preoccupied in, uh, with concerns of penile size and what that means for uh, our sense of masculinity, machismo, if you will, um, what it means for our ability to be good at sex and enjoy sex. But it goes beyond men. It also has something to do 
with women who might want a bigger breast size or women who want filler in their cheeks or men and women who want filler in their cheeks or people who want hair plugs, people who want um, collagen implants uh, in their lips, whatever it is. Uh, Brazilian butt lifts, which is something that um, I see every day right now, and it's just wow. kind of crazy. So are we chasing something that is futile? Are we living in an environment where our sense of self and value to ourselves and society are so screwed up that we don't know what we're doing? We don't know what we're doing. Um, I have a family member who happens to be Hispanic. I know, I'm woke. Uh, and she, <laughs> she is in her 50s. Her mother is in her uh, 70s. And she has a aunt that's somewhere in between. And so there's about a 25, 30 year age spread amongst the three of them and they all when they're all dressed up and when they're at a party they look alike and i was blown away and really started talking to them after a few shots of tequila and saying what is it that makes you guys look similar says they they actually admitted that they go to the same plastic surgeon in guadalajara they go to the same plastic surgeon in Guadalajara. Now that's, I'm not condemning them. I'm not saying anything negative about them. The observation is, not a judgment, but the observation is, is that these guys are following a dream that certainly doesn't make sense for me, but following a dream, someone else's rules, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. So what is it, guys, that is occurring? I, I think the easiest thing to say is social media, but are we at prey? Are we the victims for social media here? I guess you could say that in a way. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I think it has a lot of influence, um, and not just with social media, but just in society itself. You know, we stereotype people. You see it in ads. You see it everywhere and you know you're supposed to look like this this is what beauty looks like and i think people that may not be strong with in loving who they are can be very very uh influenced by something like that and these are not just people who are at risk from uh from a psychological point of view or too yeah. young or um just not worldly it can be uh, people of all ages and all demographics. Jose, do you see that in your world as well, that people are chasing a physical dream that doesn't really make sense? Um, yes, I mean, even in my circle, I mean, there's people who they, I mean, not gonna lie, I, I guess it, it works as a motivation to get to, you know, a spot that they like, I guess, you know, but it's mostly because the people that they hang out with or even also the family i mean yeah. I, I i know some people who let themselves drive you know their whole being 
by, you know, what people would say about them. Oh, it's sad. So they're looking, they don't have a comfort level with their inner voice to say what is good or bad or what's acceptable. And they're looking for outside influences to say it's okay. So when you have a group of people who all look alike, is it these people that have come together because of similar interests? Or have they been forced to come together by some leader, some influencer to say, hey, you want to be in my club? You want to be in our group? Well, you got to get your lips done or your ass lifted. Oh, well, that sounds like gang stuff. I mean, to be a part of a gang, you got to be, uh, you know, there's an initiation. Maybe there's a, an initiation in plastic surgery yeah, world. You get a <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, I thought I was just having sex with a blonde. So if I miss that, I'm not going to be a gang member then. Screw that. I'm just, you know, it's it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, as we grow older and wiser, I think we become more comfortable with who we are, right? We're not trying to please everybody. At least I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I, I feel bad for people that actually think that they need to live up to something else that doesn't that doesn't suit them. So we're we're talking about a whole. We're certainly talking about kids. We're certainly talking about kids who are in school and they want to have the tennis shoes or the fancy dress or have that particular uh, piece of jewelry or listen to some music. I guess that's okay. But at some point, we want to support individuality, right? And, and that's what's happening in our world of inclusiveness where people have gone out of their way to uh, say everyone has to be of this sexual orientation or embrace that sexual orientation. Everyone has to get this particular cosmetic event to improve themselves because that's the way it should be. But when we do that, aren't we really being hypocritical? And at, at one point, we're trying to say we're so cool and, and so developed that you should express yourself in any way you want to, in any way you want to. But it turns out that we're kind of expressing ourselves with the same program, with the same goal, to look a current sense of what's sexy, what's... Um, voluptualness is that a word I, yeah why not it sounds good um but are we really i think it's hypocritical because in an attempt to express ourselves and do it in any way we can maybe it is a gang membership no, i maybe. think you know i think what hypocritical is social media it's you know they're hypocrites i mean the whole you know platform because they promote, you know, being inclusive and everything, but also they have people doing exact, you know, completely the opposite. So tell 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 me what you're 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 certainly not talking about just the tip or uh, sexual health podcasts. What, what you're talking about the other guys. So, <laughs> but if you want to be on just the tip, you should get your your lips done. I would think. So, what? Be specific on what kind of influences influencers are are you talking about, Jose? No, not really influencers. It's just you know, 
the whole um, you know living it up to a stereotype. That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we have we live in a society that's so false, um, and there's a lot of people that are out there trying to please everybody, and 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 that's not a bad thing, but when you're making medical decisions or you're trying to fit in to maybe something that you're not even really involved with, that's a permanent thing, right? Well, it gets dangerous when you talk about guys injecting uh, Teflon or whatever the material du jour is into the penis to make it bigger, thicker, oh, wow. wider, and you know, glow in the dark. And, and we see that all the time. And that is dangerous. Yeah. And causes deformities that are irreparable right uh so we, that kids do that uh i see young adults attempting to do that wow. attempting to do that wow. yeah absolutely and these are people that are so caught up in their sense of self not because of who they are but who they want to be right from um porn you know looking at a a um a metric that very few of us i don't want to be specific about me but very few of other people can achieve because it's just not real it's just not real yeah. and you got to believe that if there's something that we cannot obtain if there's some level of physical presence that we can never reach then it doesn't make any sense to pursue it. We need a different kind of thinking and we need a different backup plan to support people who are growing up, to support people who have been uh, imprisoned uh, during the pandemic, people that have had their worlds rocked terribly by death of a partner or divorce that we need to offer some sort of help. And where is that help? Social media, I think, is great because it gives me a chance to not have to golf and get out of work <laughs> for a little bit and play on a microphone, all right, and pretend I have a following. Yeah. But there are people who use this opportunity inappropriately. Right, right. And use this to in a malevolent way. And, and if you look at some of the applications that these social media apps have, I mean, they're all enhancements. And it's always great to, you know, want to look the best. But when you're doing it in a way where every, where you kind of see yourself that way, and it's really, it's really not. Uh, you know, I, I Photoshop, you know, there's a lot of that. And people posting pictures or, you know, they're just not being true to themselves, I think. Wait, I could Photoshop my hairline? Yeah. Really? We could, we could put any wig you want on. But it would look real? Sure. Perfect. Jose, can you work on that? Uh, let me, well, let me bring something up. <laughs> All this time. Bring this, in more computers. This stuff was here. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the issue is, is that what is in vogue, what is correct, is fleeting. The idea of women and men having a different physical presence is fleeting. Um, we have talked about off camera the Romanesque Rubenesque woman who uh, in the 19th century 
was classically a little bustier, uh, a little fuller hipped, um, and looked, I used the term, I, I butchered the term voluptuous, but I think that is um, a label that we used to use. And I think, Jose, uh, underneath your Playboy stack, you have a picture of the Rubenesque woman there that I'd, yeah. I'd like to show because we don't see that often. Right. But a couple hundred years ago, that was the shit right there. That is my perfect mate. And before that, several hundred years ago, that's, that's me laughing, telling jokes, was it telling the uh, joke about Chris Ross? She didn't get it because Chris Ross wasn't <laughs> born yet. Um, but that was the Rubenesque woman. That was the sought-after physical profile. And so if we had social media in the 19th century, that's what all of our plastic surgeons in New York, Paris, and Beverly Hills would be reading up on to figure out where they're going to get a fat transplant. Yeah. And now it's different. And now you're going to have to have a different program, a different metric for beauty. Several hundred years prior to that, it was women who were alabaster white. Why is that? Mm. Royalty was white. Now, maybe I'm too close to white to, to answer that. Can you answer, Jose? No, I, I, I think I'm... I, I look white too, so I don't know. <laughs> not after I don't that. Know, I found the proper. Not after that do. joke. Now, <laughs> you certainly don't sound white, but it was women of royalty who did not have to work in the fields, who stayed their entire life under the protection of the sun in their castle, in their mansion, stayed lily white. And that was a level of beauty that people who had to work for a living out in the sun, could never achieve. And so we look at that, we look at this physical profile, and we look at what is seen on social media now, and it's different. Yeah. And so how do we work with someone who no longer wants to see this picture between Shelby and I? Well, how do we do that? Holy crap. Look at that, thank you. Well, let me blink. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> that where, where do we draw the line? Because none, none of these fads are, you know, I don't know if anyone out there in our audience remembers the Nehru jacket. I had to have a Nehru jacket when I was 15. Oh. I looked good. You I looked did? good. Oh. And after the prom, I put it back and it's in mothballs right now. It still looks good, <laughs> but no one's wearing it. No one's wearing it. Right. And so do we really want to be in a situation where we follow these fads? We follow these social influencers and things that are ever changing. That's okay to change. And fashion changes and what is in vogue changes, but we should feel comfortable enough to understand that it is just a matter of time before we switch over. Yeah. Beauty is beauty is something that is very much involved with the beholder. Is there a saying that I just screwed up? Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. It's go. who you're listening to. It's who is making that assessment. And so we shouldn't really look at people that we don't know that may have a bigger microphone than me or you and can get a larger number of people 
and try to do influencing. We need to understand that it's our responsibility as adults, it's our responsibility as parents and friends, caregivers, counselors, people who understand behavioral issues, that we can make a difference. We can make people understand that they don't have to follow that line. Appreciate the differences. Appreciate the differences, and that's what I would like to see. And the next step in this is really for us to understand that we not only appreciate it, but there is beauty. There is beauty in imperfection. And we have to allow our people that we're in charge of, people that we care about, and people that we can responsibly influence that that beauty and differences that the beauty of imperfection is a very very real philosophy i know jose has some pictures some photos some video for us to help bring us out on that hey, hey before before that you told me to work on your Photoshop uh, a hairline. Uh oh, here it comes. Let's see it. Uh, hold on. Hold All right. On. Hold Let's on. see it. Okay. So wait, is that it? It looks no, no, great. No, 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 I think it looks good. There I... you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You know what? Get me a fucking brush and comb. I'm ready for a little rock and roll. My wife is right. I'm getting a hairpiece. That looks good. Can you get that shit out of my eye? All right. Good. I hope I don't get acne from all the oil in that skin. I look I look like Bib Big Bob's hamburger place with a guy with a hair. Uh, thank you, Jose. You you we, brought a little we'll give a mohawk next time. You brought a little comfort to my life. Um we're gonna we're gonna close out with a little bit of Hi, this is Dr. Bill with Just the Tip.